everyone. Thank you so much for joining us for episode five of The Game Tree. Uh, I'm Peach and I'm joined by my wonderful friend, Justin. Hey, Justin. Hi there. Of course, we have a streamer guest with us, as usual. And this month we have one of the nicest humans I've ever met. It's the lovely planet Redbeard, a.k.a. Jake. Hello, Jake. How are you doing? Welcome in. Hello. I'm doing well. How are you? I'm okay, thank you. It's so lovely to have you. So thank you for joining us. Thank you for having me. I'm excited. Uh, so Justin and I have known you for probably close to about six months now. Um, but for anyone who hasn't watched one of your streams, how would you describe them? Oh, um, I th I think the best way that I can sort of fathom in my brain, because I, I struggle with that question, is probably like <laughs> chilled chaos. Because I try to be as chilled as I can be but I have a tendency to just sort of yell uh, <laughs> unintentionally. I just sort of make loud noises. So it's it's kind of it's kind of a good mix. It's kind of a good mix of... of I, I of, can totally understand that. Yeah. I can totally see that. Because I think you do... I feel like the main thing when I think about your streams is that they're always so welcoming, mm. really welcoming and just so friendly. But you also know how to get really hype. Yeah. But in like... I feel like you can get some kind of hype streamers I'm doing quotation marks there that uh can be quite kind of in your face and kind of a little bit jarring yeah, this is no offense to much. any hype streamers out there um but I feel like like whenever you get raided or whenever you're just kind of celebrating a milestone or something like that like you get the party lights going you get the music going mm. and I feel like a lot of people can really kind of vibe with that so I feel like that's always yeah, yeah, you always have a good time in your streams. Yeah, I, I think, think if I was describing it to anyone. Yeah, that's that's kind of the the main aim is just to have a good time, to be as as welcoming as possible to everyone. Mm -hmm. Um, because I'm not exceptionally good at the games I'm playing. I try to be good, and I try to make that to an extent part of the content. But you know, it's kind of all about having a good time, having people come in and have a good time. It's kind of. Uh huh. Vibes. You don't need to be. You don't need to be good at the games. No, I feel like that's no. such a bad, like misconception yeah. about streamers is that yeah. most of the time, if you're bad at the game, that's just the content yeah. that you need, isn't content. it? Yeah. <laughs> yeah. I mean, I I come to Jake's streams to be reminded of myself in a way because I, when streaming or or playing with friends, um, can just be in normal conversation, and then when I'm getting shot at or something is happening my voice all of a sudden decides to go about eight octaves higher than it normally is. And I just let out these screams where it doesn't make any sense. And so when I'm watching Jake play apex or, you know, whatever he's doing and he's being attacked by some sea monster or an opposing squad and those octaves get real high, I know it's coming from a, a place of sincerity yeah. and it's what's actually happening in the moment. It's not forced. Yeah. So I, uh, I always have a good time watching Jake. Oh, thank you. I appreciate that. And uh, when did you start streaming? What made you get into it? Uh, when did I start? I think it was. I think my specifically, we really specific, was give my first the, stream give us a specific was specific date and the time. Twenty eighth of August, twenty twenty. I can't remember what time it was. I'm going to say like six pm. <laughs> um, and I I got into it. I've I've always I've always wanted to get into sort of like content creation around video games whether it be like youtube or you know whatever i've always had an interest in like games journalism for example or anything to do with video games i just love video games 
and but I I never really had the the ability or kind of the 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 equipment to do it. Or I never thought I did, mm-hmm. mainly because I didn't really know. I didn't know how it was done. Um, and then, as with a lot of people, kind of COVID happened, and they ended up spending a lot of time indoors. So Sam, my partner, and I, uh, we decided to go halves on a PC. And then I was like, uh, we had it for a couple of months. I was I was just going to play games on it, and she was going to do uni work because she was uh, she was studying uh, video game design, but she was like specifically on audio. So she was going to do that stuff and I was going to play games on it. Um, it kind of ended up just being me playing games on it. Um, <laughs> and, then, uh, and I was like, oh, my God, now I can I can I can stream now. I have the I have we have the technology. You have the power. Yeah. So I, I kind of I started with with this. This was also around the time that we, we were kind of moving house. I've just moved house again. This was only six months ago. Um, uh, There's but, a lot going on. Yeah. Yes. Yeah, it's, it's been a it's been a year. <laughs> Um, but so, yeah, I started with, by just making kind of a few YouTube videos of me kind of playing like Warzone or whatever, just games that I was kind of playing at the time. Um, and I uploaded them to YouTube. They are on YouTube. If you want to go check them out. They're not very good. Um, but, but then, yeah, I sort of did that to sort of get an understanding of how the recording and everything worked, how OBS worked. And then I, I wanted to start streaming then that was like, kind of like kind of june july ish i guess Mm -hmm. and then and then we moved house and i was like now we're i have a like an office and stuff i can actually start streaming so now i did it and here we are nice jake you started streaming on a tuesday or a thursday and i can tell you how i know this (laughs) so i can i wasn't there for your first stream but i was there for your first raid because I was in Tanuki Bomb. Oh my god! Stream. Probably, yeah, I was in yeah, I, I was in Kiki Stream yeah. when you raided somebody for the first time, and you're like, "You're my first ever raid." Yeah. And Kiki was saying, "Oh, this today was Jacob's first stream," and I was like, "Okay, Jacob. All right, yeah. I'll have to remember and follow this guy." Yeah. And so I, I did, and then I caught a couple of your streams maybe like a week or two later. Mm-hmm. But I, I I was there for a part of your first stream. Yeah, because I, I remember it because you had your you had your old username. So then I yes. think you switched to Justin says, hey, and that was kind of when I kind of started to get to know you a bit better. And I didn't realize it was you kind of, I knew that there was a Justin and your your name was, what was it before? Joe, Joe Roke? Was that what it was? was Joe Roke. It was, uh, there the was a lot of, many of usernames yeah. there was Justin. a lot of usernames. <laughs> my original, my original, yeah. My original username is the one that Bobby inherited when we were both doing Misadventure Land. Oh, I yeah. was on it first and then we switched over and he took over. And so he has that now. Yeah. Mm-hmm. But he has all my original follows, which drives me crazy. <laughs> Take them back. Take them back. So, Jake, uh, I I know why you started streaming, and I, I know that you like video games. So it is, when, I, when we're sitting here and we're talking to people, I always I always get interested in, like, where gaming comes from in your heart. So, mm-hmm. like, you love video games. When did that start for you? Was it a thing in when you were a kid? Like, what did you? What were you playing when you were a kid, or was it like later in life as a teenager? Like, you you came to video games. I I I've I I don't remember a time when I didn't play video games. Um, like my first, I was born in nineteen ninety five. The first game I played was Pokemon Red, which I'm pretty sure came out in was that nineteen ninety five, nineteen ninety six. Something like that. Around then. Sure. Around then, I'll yeah. say. 
But that, let me see. I'll, I'll take a look. So that was that was probably the first game I ever played, and obviously I was quite young. Um, but my my dad has always been into video games, so it kind of a lot of it a lot of it came from him. Um, but then the first game that I like remember properly properly enjoying and like remember actually engaging with the video game rather than just sort of it being lights and sounds uh, was Pokemon Silver. So like throughout throughout until I was probably about 10, 11 years old, it was very much Pokemon. Um, <laughs> and then and then it kind of kind of expanded to sort of like just generally playing kind of PS2 games. I played the Tony Hawk games quite a lot. Um, Classics. I remember playing Tony Hawk's Pro, Sk Pro, Pro Skater 3 was the first Tony Hawk game I played. Moving on from that, I went to I, I remember it was also my brother a lot. I've got a brother who's two years older than me and he. I used to sort of like play with him a lot. Um, and he played Tony Hawk's Pro Skater 4. I didn't really play that game, but I remember enjoying it because it was the first one where you could actually get off your skateboard. That was quite fun. Then I played the... That's a very controversial thing. I never liked getting off the skateboard in Tony Hawk Did you Hawk not? Games, you one I, of those I came from... Yeah, I came from <laughs> playing Tony Hawk. One, two, three. Yeah. I saw four and I was like, this ain't for me. Yeah. And then I came back to it later. Because yeah. <laughs> yeah, for me, it was kind of the other way around. I, I, I didn't like... I didn't feel like I was properly in control on Tony Hawk's Pro Skater 3. Pro Skater 3 and then the, the Tony Hawk Underground games came out and you could kind of climb up everything. And yeah, I absolutely loved that. It was kind of more exploration with skateboarding as well. That was cool. That was cool. Uh, Pokemon Red 98, September 1998. of 98. Okay, so I was three. So, yeah. Why you got to go making us feel Sorry. old? <laughs> <laughs> I wasn't going to say anything. <laughs> <laughs> well, we've got people that, that are sort of in our circle of streamers that are saying that they were born in like the 2000s. And I'm like, what? Oh my God, Let's don't. Stop that. that makes me feel old. <laughs> Still children. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> um, but yeah, sort of after that, it was, though, I remember sort of throughout my teenage years, there was a lot of kind of just playing whatever. I never really like fell in love with another video game for a good few years until I think it was actually probably Mario Galaxy was one that I like properly loved. Um, good game. And I, I played that a fair amount, but kind of, I, I only really played through it once, but I played through it kind of like, you know, quite aggressively. <laughs> and then, Fair. and then from there, it kind of moved on to sort of more multiplayer games. So I kind of, with the Xbox 360, I played uh, like, uh, Call of Duty and stuff, so I got into like Modern Warfare and then Modern Warfare Two, Black Ops things, things like that, like Halo uh, games like that. And a lot of that came from my dad because he was very much into his kind of shooters. So when when I was younger, he used to play like Quake Three. That was always okay. fun to make. Like I, I never really played it myself, but I watched him play it. And uh, we used to play Unreal Tournament two thousand and four together. That was always a good time. Yeah, that's cool though that you 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 got to play those things with your dad, and I think that's like maybe the the difference in age between like your dad and my dad mm -hmm. is like my dad never really played like you know we had an NES growing up, so he would try and play like RBI baseball with me and stuff like that. But it seems like your dad maybe grew up at like you know just came into it at the right time, yeah. where that stuff kind of caught his interest and he was able to pass it along to you. That's that's really awesome. Yeah, yeah, it was cool. It was cool, and he like even even now. Like uh, he he lives in he lives in the states now, so like we talk like once a week or once every couple of weeks, and he's been telling me that he's been playing playing through Skyrim recently, which is quite cool, and uh, and he always like asks how my stream streaming's going, and he asks if I've played any games that he's actually heard of and stuff like that, and I say no, I'm still playing Sea of Thieves, so 
<laughs> yeah. Uh, See, so, so it sounds like you've been streaming for yeah. So probably just over six months if you started in August. I yeah. guess. So you've had a good amount of time to to kind of know what your favorite and least favorite things are mm. about streaming. Yeah. What gets on your nerves? Oh, <laughs> if anything. What gets on my nerves? Everything. No. Um, <laughs> Jake's so nice. I can't picture what he's going to say right? here. <laughs> yeah, I, it's, it's kind of it's it's it's. Uh, I think I think I get annoyed on behalf of other people more than I get annoyed myself. Because mm-hmm. um, I because I've had like the odd the odd troll in my chat. Like there was once like playing The Last of Us, I got so many like horrible people come into my chat when I was playing The Last of Us. Really, and it was really weird. Like, this is playing the first one. So it's like, you know, that's a, a pretty universally loved game. Obviously, people have yeah. their opinions about the second one. But generally, it's pretty loved. But you just get a bunch of people that come in and just say really nasty things. And I'm like, why? why you, what? About the game or about your gameplay? It was kind of just in general. It wasn't like, I, 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 don't, I don't want to go into too many specifics. But mm. I remember I had the, the LGBTQ tag on on my mm-hmm. stream because you know just like to be as welcoming as possible and someone and came in and they yeah. asked they asked if i was gay and i i was like mm-hmm. i don't need to tell you whether i am or i'm not um yeah. and they were like oh but you've got the lgbtq tag and i was like yeah that's you know just be kind of be as welcoming as possible and they just called me a snowflake and i was like what, what, what? just because i want uh. as many people to come in as possible like just to be as welcoming I, as possible it was just yeah it was bizarre. I think I, uh, it's a funny one having that tag because i've i've started using that tag as well yeah. um being a part of it and and i did actually have someone come in and say what what are your pronouns what do you kind of what's your sexuality basically yeah. and i feel like people feel like if you have that tag you have to be a part of it and if you're not then they have every right to kind of slam you for that yeah um yeah. But I do think it is it is nice to have anyway, even if you're not, because you're just kind of showing that you are an ally. Because yeah. as as a part of that community, you can sometimes go into streams and if they find out that you're gay or whatever, you can be kind of, uh, I guess, made fun of for that or just kind of just have some hurtful comments. So the fact that you have that is you're making a safe space for people to say it's okay come in have a chat it's all good um it's it's just it's such a shame that people will find that as a way to have a go at you yeah yeah it's it's really this was like fairly early on in this i was like I'd, i'd only been streaming for a couple of months at this point as well so it was just like it was it just felt really bizarre I didn't know what they were trying to get across, why they were saying yeah. the things that they were saying. I didn't like why, whether they were trying to get a rise out of me or whatever. I was like, they just got banned. I, I didn't get, they didn't get a rise out oh, of me. Sure. And, like... I, and I think that's right. And I think, you know, the, the fact that they've gone, they've gone in and they've made you feel uncomfortable. They've asked you a question that you don't need to answer for anyone. Yeah. Um, even if, you know, that you'd known them for so long or whatever. Um, yeah. Mm. It's just, it's, it's just awful. And I get what you mean where you kind of, you get annoyed for other people as well, as because you're a, a mod for at least one or two people. I think I'm yeah, aware of. Yeah, I'm a mod. In... So you kind of see that side of it as well, don't you? Yeah, yeah, and it's just see, just I yeah, I think that's the thing that annoys me the most is people coming in and just like not necessarily throwing out insults, but just 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 being 
weird and kind of intentionally making people uncomfortable in chat, whether it be the streamer or other people in chat or anything like that. It's just so unnecessary. Yeah, I, it's the toxic it, yeah, people. It's, it's, it, it baffles me. I don't I don't. Yeah, I, don't I swear there are some people who just kind of thrive on it and it's oh, just yeah. gross. Yeah, it really is gross. So that's the bad, mm. but I want. I would say like I want to ask you, I think asking what your favorite part of streaming is um, is good, but I want to know what's like something over the last six months like on a stream that's happened to you or even that you've seen happen that made you step back and be like, this is really great. Like nothing else can really fill in with what streaming is doing right here for you. Ooh, that's a good one. That's a good one. <laughs> um, there's a lot of things where I where I like just get kind of pure joy in streaming, and I think people people saying like that the, they they come into my streams, and obviously I stick to a fairly consistent schedule. I and people come in and say that they allocate it as like part of their day, and they really really mm -hmm. love coming in. It like helps them relax after a really hard day or whatever. I think that's just like that's crazy to me because it's yeah. like I th time is it's a nice compliment. Yeah, absolutely. And t time is the most valuable thing that people have, particularly at the moment where you know the world is full of horrible things. But there's so many places that you can go to kind of find joy and enjoy things. And the fact that people come and want to spend like three hours with me is just bonkers. And I absolutely mm -hmm. that's like I think the thing that I think that's the thing that brings me most joy out of it is knowing that people are enjoying themselves if they're having a crappy time elsewhere whether it be work or lack thereof or whatever you know they can come in and chill out and laugh at me <laughs> <laughs> i think you're very good at doing that i think you always make a not like i said you're always very welcoming but i think it is a kind of safe space a chilled space um and you don't you don't take things too seriously either which i think is always yeah yeah lovely yeah because there's there's a, a few streamers that i've seen that do just i think they take either the fact that they're streaming or the fact the game that they're playing just a little bit too seriously and it's just like just i don't know obviously i'm not going to go and tell people how to stream because that's ridiculous <laughs> but you know just no tell the people yeah. jake tell you them need to do, be exactly like me i am the best no <laughs> <laughs> I think one of the, my favorite moments of being involved in this community over the last year or so was actually, Jake, in one of your streams when you were trying to get, I think it was like your 300th follower. And I happened to tune in at like 295. And I'm like, people were coming in all day yeah. and and following. So I was like, I'm, I'm going to stick around. So I sent, I sent a couple of text messages out to friends and being like, look, if you're not following Jake, just get in here and do it because I want to <laughs> see what happens when he hits 300. Yeah, and uh, I was there for the moment somebody came in, hit that that follow button, and then it was like a party started. Yeah, you know, like we had we had the confetti and we had the lights and we had the dance, and I thought it like just like just a wholesome moment, and everybody in the community was just so happy that they were there for that moment, and it was like for me it was like one of those things that is only in streaming. Like, listen, nobody's walking through my front door, and then the second they walk through, all of a sudden now confetti is falling from the ceiling and. <laughs> there's party lights going on but in streaming like those things are possible where even just being a viewer coming in and hitting something as simple as a follow yeah. button like you start a party yeah and then yeah. that starts a hype train and I, I think it's just so wholesome and nice yeah and like definitely needed in 
in today's world. Yeah, and I, I think that's what that's what I I try and do because it's like it's it's a nice achievement for me, obviously having three hundred people that feel like they they want to kind of follow me or whatever. But I think it's like it's it's kind of more of a, a a gathering of people, and I like to celebrate with everyone rather than being like, yeah, I'm amazing. I got three hundred followers. It's like no, three hundred people decided to kind of come and come and hang out or whatever. And it, it may seem like a fairly small milestone to to people that have like thousands and thousands and thousands of followers or whatever. But it's you know it's still it's a it's still a huge deal. I've never I've never had more than two hundred followers on any social media platform ever. So it was really cool. And I think I think I'm like just gone four hundred now. So getting getting getting, 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 growing, getting to growing, my head. Growing. I'm getting famous Doing now. Well. I mean, listen, <laughs> talk to Peach about things getting to her head on Friday's stream. <laughs> She got 250 followers in one day. Oh yeah, it's sad that, yeah. It's sad uh, they were all from a program. Yeah, I'm gonna be I'm gonna be releasing uh, an ebook <laughs> be out soon about how I how I did it, uh, selling my story, <laughs> get it out there. I got follow botted. It yeah, was it was beautiful, no. lovely. So love love That's the follow bots. <laughs> yeah, I've, I, I've been follow botted I think once, and it wasn't nearly that bad. It was like I think like 50. Or something mm-hmm. like that, but it was it was still super still a pain stressful. in the ass. I didn't know what was going yeah, on. This was like again fairly early on, and I was just like, Ugh. it was just <laughs> yeah, it was a bit it was a bit much. I've seen it worse though. I've seen someone have like thousands. Yeah, I've heard it's it. Just... You can get like thousands of them, and it's just like oh, I don't get it because there was a, a couple of people in chat who were trying to explain follow botting to other people, mm. and I still don't fully know. I mean, nobody knows why. It's obviously people who just have nothing better to do with their lives. But, um, like, the reasons why. And someone said, which I did, I don't know if this is true or not, but they were saying that it's a way to kind of get someone or put someone at risk of being banned by Twitch because if Twitch see that they have a lot of bots as followers, yeah. it looks like they've bought the followers yeah. or whatever. Yeah. And I know I didn't know that. No, it was the first time I'd ever heard anything like that. Um if it's true, it kind of makes sense, I guess, because mm. then you're just being a real inconvenience to yeah, that streamer. It's like a horrible, kind of more, I guess, applied trolling kind of. Yeah, uh, it's just very malicious. Surprise. Very, just like, go to all that trouble of setting up all those accounts. Yeah. It, yeah. It, 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 it's it, crazy. It, yeah, it, it it blows my mind. It's because I've I've never seen someone attempt to take credit for it either. Like as as, no. as noble as that may sound. No, like you get like anonymous who does yeah. hackings and stuff. They're like, it was us, we did yeah. it. <laughs> we follow botted Peach, please. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, it's it's I don't understand it because because obviously Twitch absolutely knows that it happens. Like almost yeah. all big streamers at this point will be like, yeah, I've been followed by it. Like every it happens yeah. to a lot of people. Yeah. Um. So Twitch knows that it happens, so, and you obviously have evidence of when it happened, and it's like. I don't I I can't imagine that even if someone were to get banned from it mm. I think they could obviously talk to Twitch and be like this is clearly not me I've got rid of all these people Yeah you know, exactly it's, yeah, it's, it's just it's weird I don't get it Yeah exactly and I saw I saw it happen to uh Little Yum who's a great streamer oh, yeah. much Little Yum yeah. um it happened to her and they attacked her discord at the same time so they oh, attacked God. her discord server so and I remember because I'm I'm in her server and I saw that there was just like fifty odd pings and I was like, what the hell's yeah. going on in Yum server? Um, and they were just kind of posting just like graphic gifs of yeah. and just being really racist and homophobic. Yeah. And um, 
yeah, and it made me kind of think, okay, I need to think about this, about how to kind of up the security of my server because I wouldn't want anyone to kind of see that mm, or, yeah. you know, be a part of that or anything. Yeah. Um, it made me kind of look at my my security settings and stuff and just kind of up that a little bit. So yeah. I guess you kind of, it's always the worst, isn't it, when it happens to you and you didn't kind of anticipate it or kind yeah. of be prepared yeah. and... Um, it made me kind of think, okay, actually this could, because I think I'm just a small stream and no one's going to want to bother me. No one's going to want to bother my Discord server. Yeah, yeah. But you kind of think, oh, I need to, yeah. I need to think about this. Some people are just nasty. They'll they really are. Yeah. It's gross. All right, Jake, I have a hard question for you and I really need you to think about it. Oh, God. If I told mm -hmm. you you could, you could achieve only one of these on stream, you could either hit the rank of Pirate Legend or Apex Predator. <sighs> Which would you choose? Uh, I, th I think I'd have to go for Apex Predator. I agree. Because that's like, I'm I'm actually pretty close to Pirate Legend now. Whereas Apex Predator, you are proving that you are actually better than a lot of other people. Okay, so for someone who's never played Sea of Thieves and never played Apex, <laughs> please explain. <laughs> so, so Pirate Legend in Sea of Thieves is essentially you have to get to a, I think it's rank 50 in the three of the trading companies which are essentially the the groups uh in the world that give you quests so that's that's like a just a general progression um it's like mm -hmm. a leveling up type system fairly right fairly common in other rpgs and things like that whereas the a apex predator in apex legends is specifically multiplayer ranking so you go through like you go through from bronze uh bronze silver gold platinum diamond master and then the top i think it used to be 500 but now i think it's 750 the top 750 master players are apex predators so they're like mm. genuinely the best of the best in the world so wow yeah that'd be nuts I, I cannot ever see that happening like what i watch a lot of apex streamers and they are insane i don't understand yeah. it they exist on a different level yeah. of existence yeah. <laughs> and uh, it it would be amazing to even get to like masters. That'd be amazing. But it's it's you know that's like a that's like a genuine achievement. I think if you get to get to oh, yeah. that'd be cool. Oh. But you've you've made the right decision in, yeah. in choosing that for, yeah. to be on stream because that would be. I, I would mean, genuinely put that on my CV if I got to predator. <laughs> <laughs> so Jake, it says here that you're apex predator. Please tell us more about that. that, means no, that Five thousand hours in this video game. <laughs> <laughs> I think it shows dedication. Yeah. Yeah, exactly. exactly. <laughs> shows Good accuracy. Patience. Yeah. 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 Uh, willing to communicate well with others. Yeah. <laughs> exactly. I think I was I made a joke about that. Uh, I think uh, one of one of our friends was looking for a started looking for a job and they were working on their CV and I was like, have you put Twitch moderator in your CV? Because I feel like that's, that's a good, good thing to have. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, I need to start making a new CV, so I need to think about these things. Yeah, mm. you can, I, th I feel like you could apply it. Some people might think it's weird, yeah. but I think it's yeah. good. <laughs> <laughs> so you obviously, um, you stream Sea of Thieves, you stream Apex. Are there any kind of like games where they're not necessarily within your kind of stream genre that you'd mm. like to think, I'd really like to give that a go? Oh. That's a good question. A good <laughs> question. I, sorry, I've passed that one on you. No, no, I, I like it. It's good. It's good. It makes me think. There, so there's there's a few games 
that I have actually already streamed that I wouldn't say kind of fit in to the, the sort of, I guess, games I'm kind of known for. I don't know if I'm known yeah. for games now. I I'm not sure. Um, you are known for games. If I yeah. see you yeah. streaming and you're not playing Sea of Thieves, I'm like, oh, Jake's doing something yeah. different today. Right. Well, that's good. I'm kind of, I'm, I'm kind of trying to divert more, divert more towards Sea of Thieves. So that, that's, that's good. Um, yeah. But I think Animal Crossing and Stardew Valley are games that I absolutely, absolutely love, and mm -hmm. I tried to stream. The first time I streamed Animal Crossing, it was great. It was crazy. I had like loads of new people come into chat and stuff like that. But, it's very popular, yeah. But I, I, I can't kind of focus on the game and chat at the same time. It's worse with Stardew Valley because Stardew is one of those games where I, it's there's so much stuff to do, but I feel like there's nothing to do in the game. And that's yeah. just that's just me. That's not that's not a criticism of the game. That's my problem yeah. with Stardew. Yeah. Okay, I'm glad somebody else feels <laughs> the same way. And it's like I can, I can play it when when I'm like in bed or whatever. I can go through it because yeah. I can do it little by little. Whereas when I'm streaming, I feel like I end up feeling like I'm doing nothing and I'm being really not being entertaining for chat and and stuff like that. And it's like it's a great game because you can you can concentrate on chat and whatever. But it's like I don't know. I just, I just kind of it kind of fries my brain a little bit which is so weird because it's so such a mellow game i get it i totally get it and it's um it's it's so weird it is it is literally like you said like there's there's so much to do but you don't know what to do first you don't know and then you stardew has just a terrible impact on your memory i've seen it happen to so many streamers that pe like people that stream stardew you're like oh i, I need to do that i need to get something for that person and then you get distracted doing something else and then you totally forget and then like that happens to me all the time i've seen it yeah, happen to so yeah. many other streamers it is a it is a weird game to stream it can be quite um taxing on the brain yeah but it's like it's 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 one of those games where it make, makes me realize what my brain is like because like like you were just saying it's, it's kind of something that's synonymous with streamers where you'll be talking about something You'll get distracted by something else, whether it be someone comes into chat or something happens in the game. And then someone else will mention the thing that you were just talking about. You'll be like, what? What are you on about? What are you talking about? And that's all that's all, all of Stardew Valley. Is yeah. I'll I'll be I'll be like focusing on just farming for a day and like trying to collect resources and stuff like that. And I'll get like a I'll see that I've got mail or whatever and I need to do something for someone and I'll get distracted by that thing. And then I've only planted half my crops and things like that. And it's like, what, what, do I, what am I doing? <laughs> Why am I playing this game wrong? It's so true. Yeah. And I call it, I literally, I call it streamer brain because yeah. you like, yeah. I do it all the time where I say all something the and then someone in chat is like, then replies to me or just talks about that subject that I was just talking yeah. about. Yeah. And I'm like, what are you talking what are you about? about? Why are you, Why are you bringing what? up this random topic in my, in my stream? I've she never mentioned this. She does this, this to me all the time. <laughs> you were just talking about it, Peach. I'm like, oh, what? <laughs> <laughs> yeah. I'm the worst for yeah. it. <laughs> um, but in, in terms of like games that I haven't streamed, I, I, I've I always really, really wanted to get into like, like RTS type games. Not, not RTS specifically, but like that sort of like tactical kind of game. Mm -hmm. Just because I've never really been good at them. Um, but me and my partner kind of started playing chess. We watched the Queen's Gambit and then started playing chess. 
because lockdown because everyone did and um and that kind of made me think oh i would really want to get into like tactical games but whenever i've tried them before it just i can't process them um and i think that could be fun i think that could make some great content but at the same time like 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 our friend rogue balloon he plays a lot of sort of uh rts type games and i watch it and i'm like i i don't know what's going on i know that he knows what's going on but I don't know what's going on. So that would be like two levels of people probably won't know what's going on and they know that I won't know what's going on. That could be funny, but it could be horrendous. <laughs> I don't know. I know what you mean, because also he, he tries to explain it and we're all just sat there like, we still don't get it, but we're just here to watch you. Yeah. It's fine. <laughs> don't you. don't okay. worry about it. Yeah, <laughs> I would think maybe a, a good one if you wanted to try one of those on stream, Jake, is probably Into the Breach. Yes, which was that's one that's very, one I thought about. Yeah. A very popular one from a couple of years yeah. ago. Um that's on basically every device ever yeah. now. And uh I tried it and I was like, yeah, this is great. Yeah. Still still cannot figure this out cuz <laughs> I would be terrible. The reason I've never really tried to get into chess is I cannot think more than two moves ahead mm. and in chess in most games thinking two moves ahead is great. Especially in shooters and stuff, like thinking two moves ahead of your opponent, fantastic. Mm. But in chess, you have to be able to see like five moves yeah. ahead, and I can never, I can never do that. So RTS games for me are out. Um, I am curious though about your selection for the end of next week. You're playing Dishonored, yeah. So what about Dishonored called to you? Because I love Dishonored. Yeah. So I've I've wanted to play a single player game for a while like on stream, uh, like a new single player game. Because I've played single player games before, but I don't think I've ever played through an entire single player game that I haven't played before. Uh, actually, the exception to that is Hollow Knight, but I stopped because it gave me a headache. Um, <laughs> I don't know what you're talking about. <laughs> but I, uh, I, I, I tell a lie. I have played Dishonored before, but only for about half an hour because I was playing it on my old laptop and it didn't run very well. Um, so it, it, I think it's, it, it, it's just like a world that has always intrigued me and then it, and now it's on game pass. So I'm like, I can play it without having to pay for it, which is great. Great stuff. Yeah. And, uh, and the, the, the other game I was going to play a couple of weeks ago, I was going to start Oblivion, um, the Elder Scrolls and, uh, but that had a bunch of technical issues, which meant that I couldn't. Um, so I'm hoping that Dishonored doesn't have the same thing, but. Yeah, I think I think that's the main thing with that is is it's kind of an intriguing world that I'd like to sort it's of a, experience with other people. I think it's cool. a very cool world. Uh, the lore behind those games is really awesome, and I loved the first Dishonored, and I think the second Dishonored, Dishonored Two, is you know head and shoulders better than the first game. Mm -hmm. So if you if you enjoy the first game, you will love the second. Yeah, yeah. No, I'm I'm really excited to play it because just like. I th another thing with it is seeing people's uh, like YouTube clips of the way that they kind of slow down time and just kill everyone in like one second, but it's like super slowed down and it's just crazy and I love it and I really want to do it. I know I'm not going to be able to do it, but I'd like to think that I might be able to do it. I think that's the main thing. <laughs> you can do it. Yeah. <laughs> Those games are really cool because the studio that makes them is Arcane, hmm. and, you know, Arcane did... Uh, Dishonored 1 to Prey and then they have like Deathloop coming out in May mm. 
and Deathloop looks incredible. But it's like if you if you were to like see that game, you're like, oh, Arcane made this because like their games just have a look about them that you can kind of just tell like, oh, X Studio made this game. So they're very unique, and I think you'll I think you'll really enjoy it. Yeah, I've I've wanted to play Prey as well because when when I first saw that game, I thought it it looked like a horror game, like kind of out and out horror, and I was like, yeah, maybe not. But now I've seen a bit more about it, and and I watched a bit of the the no clip documentary about it i didn't watch all of it because they were like spoilers um yeah and it just looked really cool and prey has the coolest opening to a video game i've ever seen Mm. the first i'll say 10 minutes of prey was like oh well i'm gonna sit down and play the next 40 hours of this game because the opening just sold me on it completely it's really cool that's cool i like that so jake Mm. the reason why we're all here <laughs> so the game tree is a magical tree where if you're on this pretend desert island and it says hey jake i can give you five games while you're here just to keep you occupied only five games Come for on. the rest of your Come life on, tree. but only You've got five. loads of leaves up there what games would you choose and how difficult was it for you to think of what to choose? It was really <laughs> difficult. And it, it kind of, it wasn't even necessarily just whittling it down to five. It's just trying to remember five games that I've played. Well, not even necessarily <laughs> played, but like, because I've played so many games, but I just can't remember. It was just like. <laughs> I just I thought my memory was bad. Yeah, it's, it's like, I had to go back. I had to go back and remember the specific consoles that I played. And then be like, yeah, I played this game. And I played this mm-hmm. game. And then it got difficult because then I started to remember each one. And I was like, oh, damn. Is this <laughs> is this like my favorite games or is it getting it? Because it's probably not necessarily. Actually, there probably are. But they're not necessarily mm-hmm. my favorite games. But I, yeah, it's hard. It's hard. <laughs> give us give us your first one. Right. Hit us with it. So the first one is incredibly obvious because uh, I've talked about it a little bit already. But <laughs> it is Sea of Thieves. Of course. Uh I I I thought it was funny thinking about being stuck on a desert island playing a game <laughs> where you go and dig up treasure on desert islands. I just thought that was really funny. But no, I th- I think obviously obviously I I stream Sea of Thieves quite a lot. It's it's you can tell that I enjoy the game. But I think yeah. th- the main the main reason that I would have it is is because it's this like massive open world that you can kind of just freely explore. And that that's kind of a theme of a few of few of the games that I've picked. Um but the kind of multiplayer element of it means that it has a bit of you don't really know what's going to happen. Um and it and you end up kind of unraveling these stories. Obviously there are stories that are literally written into the game, but I think the the joy of the game is the stories that you end up being able to tell just by playing it. So mm-hmm. one one example I had on a, a stream was I was I was streaming with with uh, a few of my friends and uh, there was an event that appeared which is an event called the Ashen Winds where you essentially just have to go and fight a boss um, and it's in a big flaming tornado it's cool um, mm-hmm. so we went over and we were we were starting this event and there was already a crew there so it was like a, another group of players that were there and we went mm-hmm. onto this island and we sort of spoke to them and we were like oh should we kind of team up. And my friends wanted to steal their stuff and just leave. And I was like, no, let's let's like work with them. So we ended up working with these people and it was really, really nice. Because you can, you can 
in, in Sea of Thieves, for those of you who don't know, you can kill any other players that you see yeah. if you're so inclined. Yeah. Um, but it's really nice to sort of because it because it feels like it it always feels like meeting a new person, you know, like yeah. like in in real life. If you know, I don't like meeting new people, but in video <laughs> games it's all right because you've got yeah. the barrier of however many thousands of miles and it's lovely but and then we kind of finished this event and we went back and kind of sold all our stuff together and my friends did actually end up nicking one of their chests and selling it but they got the they got the money for it anyway because we formed an alliance so it didn't it wasn't as evil as they thought it was going to be um but these guys we ended up just like playing about playing music together because you can because you can play instruments in the game so there was i think there was about eight of us just playing music stood on this dock and it was great and then they wanted to take a picture with us. And it was just a really, really nice experience and, and a great That's story. So um, and I've had that a few times where you kind of, you just sail around and someone comes up to you. And whenever someone, whenever you see another ship coming towards you, you all, always go on guard. Like, I'm always like, <laughs> this person is going to kill me and they're going to take my stuff and they're going to call me a horrible name. But there's so many times where they're just like, Hey, do you want to be friends? And I'm like, oh yeah, all right. And then we like just That's so just, sweet. It's just it's just a really really nice time. Some of the time, yeah. But as if if for anyone that has watched some of the CFC streams knows, it can also be horrible. <laughs> like, there was one time I I, I was I I had been playing for three and a half hours. Maybe I'd gathered like tons of loot. And uh, and I was just on this island. I was on the la- the very last island that I was going to do for that whole stream, ready to go back to an outpost and sell all my stuff. And then uh, someone, uh, uh, I was on my own in my little boat. And then a a galleon of four people came over and killed me within about three seconds. And I was like, well, that's three and a half hours gone. So savage. But, you know, if I'm stranded on a desert island, I probably have three and a half hours to spare. So I think it'll be okay. <laughs> I think it'll be okay. I've seen it happen. Um, I think it was on your stream and like on someone else's. I've seen it as well, where they're literally they'll see someone and they'll be talking to them, and then they'll be like, "Okay, thanks for not stealing my stuff. Yeah. <laughs> Bye." <laughs> I mean, I I've also seen it where, and I I can't remember Jake if it was your stream or it was when Kiki was playing with you. Mm. And you guys made friends with that person and somebody in chat redeemed something and it was like, you oh, got to kill this person now. Oh my and, God, and, yes, and, I was and there And you guys are together, I I, I, whoever it was, was together with that person for a while and they were like, I don't want to do this. And <laughs> I swear it was you, Jake, and you had to walk up and execute the person when they weren't looking. Yeah, no, that, 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 I think that, that happened on both of our streams. I think there was once where uh, Craig was streaming and I was just playing with him and there was like another another crew on on this island and they we were kind of just chatting and it was nice and uh and then someone someone redeemed attack that ship or something along those lines (laughs) and i could tell that craig didn't want to but i just kind of got on the got on the cannon and started firing firebombs at this at this (laughs) ship which is we ended up helping him fix his ship it was fine (laughs) like nobody died (laughs) i remember i remember it um because yeah, I think Kiki, so this is uh, for anyone doesn't know, Tanuki Bomb, who was on the, the podcast a couple of episodes back. Um, and yeah, I think he, he literally said to the guy, my stream wants me to kill you. <laughs> <laughs> I'm really sorry. And I think the guy was just like, okay. Yeah, I ended up setting a ship on fire, but then within about 30 seconds, I ended up putting the fire out and helping him fix it. It was fine. Everything was, was fine. so funny. But yeah, another another one. <laughs> 
was, I think it was, it must have been, because I remember I watched the clip a couple of days ago and I was wearing a Christmas hat. So it must have been in December. And around Christmas time, they have an event in Sea of Thieves where if you go and give stuff to other people, you gain rewards for it. So it kind of Aww. encourages being nice to people, which is great. Mm-hmm. And it happened quite a lot. I had a lot of people come over and give me stuff. But this this was also where I was trying to learn how to play the game on my own and be aggressive. So I went up to this guy and I started shooting at him and uh, and he wasn't fighting back. So I was like, all right, I'll stop. And um, and he was like, hey, I've got some stuff for you. And he jumped on my ship and gave me all this stuff. And it was like, oh, this is actually quite nice. Whilst the ship was sinking in the background. <laughs> and, uh, and then someone redeemed. So I've got a, I've got a command. And I think I actually took it from you, Justin, which is a um, a ban and in-game action uh command and not command a channel point redemption yeah yeah Mm -hmm. and uh so someone said that i that they banned mercy so i essentially they were saying that i had to kill this person that was giving me all this stuff that was having a nice merry christmas time and and there is a clip on 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 my twitch where uh, and I, you can see the re- the remorse in in my eyes. And he he's looking at his ship as his ship just slowly goes below the sea level. This is the, the, this is what I, this is the clip I was thinking yeah. of. And uh, and he goes, ah, oh, there goes my ship. And then I just shoot him in the back of the head. And it's just like, oh, I felt so bad. You're an awful person. <laughs> but Jake. it was like I, it, morally, it wasn't really me because it was my chat that kind of redeemed the channel point redemption. But it was, oh. That ruined Christmas, that did. I can, I can imagine. <laughs> so you feel like Sea of Thieves would be, it would keep you occupied yeah. while you're on your desert island pretending to be a pirate on a desert island. Yeah, I think there's there's so much to do in that game and so many different ways to play it that I think you can sink hundreds and hundreds, if not thousands of hours into that game and it not get old. Um, yeah. And and obviously, depending on the the island's internet connection, they're always updating the game. So it's... Uh, yeah, the, the island has good Wi-Fi, but it can only be used for video games, yeah. nothing else. You can't yeah. communicate with the outside world unless it's via the game. Yeah. Those are the rules. <laughs> I think you're only the second person to ever pick a game with an internet connection, Jake, oh, nice. besides me. So nice. I'm very glad that I, I'm, I'm still not on that particular island by myself. <laughs> I'm just looking at a couple of mine. I'm like, ooh, okay. <laughs> yeah, you got, you got some other multiplayer's going on? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> All right, so what would game two be? Uh, game two is... Red Dead Redemption 2, specifically. Um, So Red Dead Redemption 1 is my favourite game of all time. Uh, I think the the kind of, the way that it told its story and the world that it set up and everything was kind of unlike anything. A lot of people refer to it as like GTA, but in the Wild West. And I'm like, no, stop it. Stop doing that. That's rude. And it's just th- okay, but why don't you think it's GTA in the Wild West? Because 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 GTA is like is kind of overtly satirical, and it's kind of bombastic and 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 loud. Whereas Red Dead Redemption is much more subtle. It's much more of a kind of one man story, and the the world is kind of this big barren landscape. That's that that I I. I at, at the time, kind of felt like that's not something that we had really seen much in games. I mean, there were games like kind of like 
Shadow of the Colossus and things like that, where you can explore these big open worlds. But the, I, I think it pushed open world games so far. And now we've got, you know, games like Breath of the Wild and so on that, that clearly yeah. take influence from similar places. Um, and I think the, the stories were fantastic and the characters were amazing and they kind of stick with you forever. But I think the second one, I would say, I, th- I think this might be a bit of a bit of a over the top statement, but I think the second one is objectively better because I think mechanically they just refined a lot of the stuff from the first game. The world is so much more, it's so much bigger physically. Like you have the entire first game's map and the second game's map. Um, yeah. And there's just so much to explore that it's kind of kind of similar to Sea of Thieves that you can obviously you can follow the the game's specific story and do specific side quests and things like that. But it's kind of the way that you interact with the world that makes that game great. Um, yeah, I think. I can agree with that. Yeah. It's a tremendous video game. Yeah. And I I I th- I, th- I think the reason that I still say that the first one is is my favorite game of all time is because when it kind of when it came out it was just so like oh my god. This is mind blowing. Whereas the second one is kind of, was kind of expected. I expected it to be as good as it was. Uh, I I think it was better than I kind of expected it to be. But the first one was just like completely out of the blue it's kind of out of the blue i mean it's still a rockstar game like people anticipated it being good but it was just like i think so much better than than i expected it to be and then yeah and, and if if i can count the online portion of red dead redemption as well i would i don't know if that's a rule that i can I, it's, <laughs> it's in it's on the disc yeah it so is on the you disc can count it yeah because red dead online is also fantastic i, I yeah uh, but I wouldn't necessarily need it because it is another one where I think the same reasons why Red Dead Redemption 2, the main game, is great is is why Red Dead Online is great. It's not necessarily in the content that they give you. It's in the stories that you can uncover and tell yourself in the world. But you do get to be cowboys with your friends when it's online. You that's do get cool. to be cowboys with your friends and that's always a good time. And again, you would have loads of hours with that. Yeah. And yeah, it's it's it, yeah, it's another one where if you want to scour every single inch of the map, it would take you a really ridiculously long time. It would. It's such a big game. Yeah. It really is. That map is so big. Yeah. So it's yeah, and, and and it's one where there's so many like nooks and crannies that it doesn't tell you are there, but you can go in and and there's like crazy religious cults hidden in a cave, or there was one time that I came across the the in-game version of the Ku Klux Klan, and it's like, what? What? Like they're just they're just there. It doesn't tell you to find them. They're just there. And then and then one thing I did love about that is if you decide to kill all of the members of the Ku Klux Klan that are there, your morality actually goes up, which is great because obviously I mean it should. But it's nice. <laughs> I would yeah. hope so. Yeah. <laughs> it's not going to go Red, down, is it? Red I would hope not. <laughs> uh, Red Dead had so many like great big bombastic moments, but I felt like a lot of the quieter moments. And like the like the side missions were actually where its storytelling was the best. Because yeah. like I remember that one that I think it was like top northeast part of the map, and you come across that widow that's like really struggling on her own because her husband has passed, and like you just visit her like over time and like teach her how to do stuff. Mm. Uh, and the way that that particular storyline plays out, I thought was yeah. really affecting and yeah. good. Yeah, because that I think that was wasn't that the 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 same woman that. Red Dead Redemption 2 spoilers for anybody that hasn't played the game but it's the same family that you met earlier in the game where 
uh, Arthur Morgan actually ended up getting. Uh, that's a that's a different was it, story. Was it a, was it a different person? I it's a different. It person. Yeah, this is like this cabin that's way up by this waterfall, yeah. and she she doesn't. Oh know how no, to I hide. do remember that. Yes, I do yeah. remember that. Yeah, like right up the very top of the map, like hidden. Yeah, yeah. I do remember that. I do. Remember you that. could. Yeah. What's nice is like you don't have to ever. I don't think you have to. The story that you were referencing, where you see where the people that you were shitty to yeah. earlier yeah. in the game, like where their story goes. Yeah. I don't think that's part of the main quest. That you just have to go find yeah. that, and yeah. you're like, oh. I was bad, but now I'm trying to be good. Mm. So let me help these people if I can. And yeah. the way that story plays out is also great. Yeah. Um, yeah. It's a it's a tremendous game that yeah. you could spend probably f- a thousand hours in if you really wanted yeah. to. Yeah. And you will because you're stuck on an island. Yeah. Month. And there's nothing else to do. <laughs> <laughs> Get your money's worth. But I th- I think I I think the main reason that I love kind of just Red Dead Redemption as a series. Ooh, whoops. Um, is because they tell stories that aren't about saving the world like the vast majority of video games that you put not necessarily the vast majority but a lot of video games that you play are about kind of saving the world or saving a lot of a massive thing uh a lot of the time whereas it's 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 those are very specific stories about very specific people and their interaction with this world and the way that the world is changing um and i just think that's that's just great like I, lo- I love stories about individuals rather than necessarily like about this massive event that's going to happen if you don't, you know, yeah, do this thing. And it's just oh, glorious. Good games. It's a good choice. Very good games. Go on then, what's your next one? Um, next one is, uh, I think, one that at least two people have had so far, maybe three. Um, mm-hmm. It's The Legend of Zelda Breath of the Wild. <laughs> Um, we're getting a running theme (laughs) (laughs) i think the reason that everyone has it is because it's one of the best video games ever made it's It's great it is great Um, it's great and again it's open world there's so much you can do with it and i think a lot of the reasons that that i love i would choose that game is kind of the same as red red dead and uh sea of thieves is you know you can kind of do whatever you want in the world but with with Breath of the Wild, it's there's there's obviously there's a, a kind of a story that you have to or a quest that you have to go on. Yeah. But you can do it in any order, which is great. Apart from the you yeah, know, you have the beginning of the game, uh, and then once you're out of that starting section, you have the four uh, divine beasts that you have to go and tame, and they're all yeah. You can do them in literally any order, and I've I've any only order, I've actually, whatever you want. I've actually only played through that game once, but I think I've put in. 130-ish hours in one playthrough. Yeah. Just because... That was where I was as well, right yeah. about there. Yeah, and it's... You can just do it in in any order and there's always something to distract you. There's always... Like, I think the bottom quarter-ish of the map, you don't even go there during... you. you if you just followed the, the, the story, if you just went to each point that it tells you to, you wouldn't even explore that whole bottom section of the map. And that's crazy because that part of the map is amazing. There's so many like yeah. little nooks and crannies, and one of the uh, I can't remember what they're called, but the cool dragon creatures. Um, one of them is down there, and seeing yeah, yeah, seeing yeah. one of those for the first time was because I didn't know they were in the game. I didn't really know a lot about Breath of the Wild when I started playing it because I'd never, until that point, I'd never played a Legend of Zelda game. Oh really? And uh, me either. Seeing one of those crazy dragon creatures 
Please, someone tell me what they're called. <laughs> I d- I d- is there a proper name I don't for know. them? I'm, gonna, I, I'm trying to think. think I've I'm always looking. just called them the I'm dragons because yeah. there's like a fire one and like an electric yeah. one, isn't there? I think there's, a, I think there's an so ice beautiful. one. Like, and I like, yeah. yeah, and I love like the music that plays oh when they're going past yeah. and it's so majestic. Yeah. yeah, and seeing one of those for the first time just sort of like cresting over the top of a hill i was like oh my god what is that <laughs> so thing? like what the That's hell is crazy. that is it gonna hurt me yeah and, and i got closer to it and it did kind of hurt me it's, yeah it can do yeah. you get too close but there uh, are na- there are names for the dragons but they're just dragons oh, okay yeah they, they have their own individual name rather than being like these are the super yeah. dragons <laughs> of of hyrule Dinarel, Farosh, and Nathan. Oh, yeah, because you get their, you get like their horn the pieces. Scale and specific, and... Yeah, and yeah, yeah, and they have specific names. I do remember. Yeah, 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 of course. Yeah. But I think I think another thing with uh, with Breath of the Wild, and I think it's where a lot of its beauty comes from. Obviously, it's like visually incredibly beautiful. But as mm-hmm. you mentioned before, the music, the score in Breath of the Wild, I think will always be one of my favorite scores in any game ever. It's just so... It absolutely blew my mind because it's so subtle and so gentle and it's all just like lovely little piano pieces. Even when you're like in a really chaotic fight, it's just a little jingly jangly piano and it's just amazing, but it sets the tone yeah. so well. And it, oh, I think I think Zelda, Zelda games have always done that yeah, really well. Yeah. Like my, fav- my favourite is the Ocarina of Time soundtrack, mm. but Breath of the Wild, it really did kind of, it stepped it up mm. for sure. Um and the way that like that like you said, like the little kind of jangly piano of like the you know, when the guardian is there, it literally just invokes fear. Because yeah, you just yeah, like yeah. and dread because yeah. you just hate them so much. Yeah. And you know exactly what's coming, yeah. you know what's happening. Yeah, you know what you know what's happening just from the music before you've even seen that yeah. it's happening. <laughs> yeah. And I think the the way that it like I th- I think it's quite synonymous with Zelda games in general. But you just associate everything with its audio cue, like you associate mm. opening a chest with the little, the little piano piece. Of course, and, yeah. And uh, obviously, like completing a shrine, you have the same thing every single time, and you just recognise it. And I, I, I ended up putting one of them in, in, in my, in my stream. I think it's when I get a subscriber. It is, yeah. And I kind of remixed it a little bit. Just like a remix version. <laughs> Did you do that yourself? Yeah, I kind of. That's it was the, It was the first time I ever used Audacity. So I, uh, so I was just like, you know what? I'm going to try and make like a dumb sound using <laughs> this little piano piece from Breath of the Wild. So I did that, and I, I found like a, you know, like typical like hip hop like like drum. Yeah. And uh, and I just added that over the top of it, and just sort of repeated I didn't it over know and you over. Did again. that yourself? I yeah. figured you'd just take it from no, somewhere. That's no, amazing. With the gif of you doing the hair flick. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> well, initially it was me uh, going like, but in slow mo. <laughs> Um, and then I tried to move all of my alerts over to stream elements and the and the slow-mo video. I couldn't get it any shorter than, I think, eight seconds and it wouldn't fit. So I just changed Aww. it to my hair flick. Nice. I love it. It's great. Yeah, got a bit of style to it now. So <laughs> so yeah. did you complete Breath of the Wild? Yes, I did. You did? Yes. Did you do all the shrines? Did you get all the Korok seeds? I didn't. No. I think I'm at <laughs> 109-ish shrines. Um, uh-huh. There's 120, like in the base game. Is that right? 120-ish? I think so. Yeah, something like it's about that 120 yeah. sounds about right. And then I think there's like 900 Korok Yeah, seeds, the Korok seeds are just like... And then I, yeah. I, then I was watching, I think it was like a like a what culture video or something, which was um, 
dumb rewards that you get in video games or something like that. And I found out what the final reward was for the Korok seeds. And I was like, I'm not doing that. There's no way. Wait, I don't actually know this. Do you not? So, no. Uh, and again, Breath of the Wild spoilers we'll for anyone. We'll have a spoiler warning. <laughs> um, you end up, I think that it's just called uh, Hestu's Gift. Is it Hetsu or Hestu? Oh, the guy with the maracas. Yeah. yeah. So it's called his H-Hetsu, gift. And it's essentially a big golden poop. You can't Shut do anything with door. it. It's just a golden poo. Yeah. So it, it no. essentially ends up being that all the Korok seeds are little a little Korok poos. And uh, he gives you one big golden one. Yeah. So I was like, <laughs> oh I'm not doing God. that. <laughs> yeah. I know it's like all about the kind of pride of actually just achieving getting all however like yeah. 999 Korok seeds, but it's like, come on, just oh at least God, give me a I weapon that doesn't break that. every 10 seconds. Like, come on. <laughs> I mean, especially when there's so many of them yeah. and some of them are really, really hard to fight. Yeah. Yeah. To do. Yeah. It's absurd. Oh, man. It's absurd. It's, it's bold of them to do it. I, I respect it. But it's like, come on, <laughs> give me something else. They're like, you wasted your time. Now this is your reward. Yeah. Don't you feel stupid for wasting your time? Yeah. Well, it's like in, I bet I think the developers it was in, uh... are laughing their ass off. <laughs> yeah. I think it was in uh, Call of Duty World at War where there was an achievement. It was on, on, on I played it on Xbox. I never got this achievement, so don't worry about me too much. But um, there was an, it was worth zero gamer score. Um, and it was... It was forgetting to, I think it was level 55 on the 10th prestige, which is like the absolute highest rank that you can get to in multiplayer. And um, and, and I think the achievement was just called Get Some Sun. And it's like, that's just insulting. <laughs> like These people have put the most amount of game time into, into your game as anyone. And you just told them to stop playing your game. That's just rude. Get a life. Yeah. <laughs> Go outside. Go outside. Yeah. Savage. Yeah. <laughs> Funny, funny. Okay, so Breath of the Wild is an amazing game. Mm. Totally understand. Obviously, a few other people have said the same thing. What's next? Next is this is a bit of a change of pace, but still not okay. not probably not a shocker. Um, mm-hmm. Apex Legends. That's not a shocker no, at all. No. <laughs> um, like I said, what does he love so much about Apex? What? What? See, the thing is, okay, I'm not a kind of. The main game that I've never really got into is like first-person shooters. Mm. Kind of played Halo when I was younger, mm. but that's about as far as it goes. Explain to me what makes Apex better than the other first-person shoot, shooter games out there. <laughs> I don't, that's what I don't I necessarily know. agree that it is. That's the thing. Okay. It's my favourite at this point in time. This is this is the one game that I've been properly struggling with whether or not I actually want it on this list. But I just kept it there because I kept on going back and forth. And I was like, no, I'm gonna keep it just because it's <laughs> just because it's great. Um but I think that it's just a lot of fun. And it can be super frustrating, but I think the reason that I would have it on the desert island is just because if I'm feeling like winding down and just kind of shooting some people, it's it's a good time for that. It can be quite stressful because mm-hmm. it's kind of the nature of uh, a battle royale game that you can drop in and you can die straight away and then you have to wait five minutes to get back into another game. Yeah. But I think that I just, 
I'm trying. I'm trying to answer your question, but I sound like I'm. A, I'm fu- I kind of sound like a politician. Right? I'm trying like avoid. I mean, I, I'm like I'm chomping at the bit to jump in here because there's so many things I feel yeah. about that game. It's, it's go for it. Yeah, Justin, dive in. So okay, so the 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 way I feel about respawn as a developer in general, and I felt I felt about the way I do about Apex about Titanfall, their their previous game. Pete, you know when you're playing Stardew and you chop down a tree. And you're chopping that tree and you get the thunk, thunk, thunk. Oh, yeah, that tree sweet falls, right? And for some reason, it hits like the back part of your brain where you're like, this just feels good, yeah. right? Mm-hmm. Know, yeah, that's what I was meant to say. So like <laughs> Apex and Titanfall behind it, the way that that game feels is the way that chopping down a tree in Stardew feel, feels. <laughs> Like, the guns, when you're shooting them, the response, the movement, the sliding, everything feels as good as you think it could possibly ever feel. And there are plenty of other first-person games where it's fun and there's exciting moments and everything, but they don't feel like this game. They don't feel, like, this tight. Mm -hmm. And for me, that's why Apex is, like, just so outstanding all the time, but, like... And I, I think Jake was maybe heading in that direction when he was talking. It's just like that game feels not like other games. Yeah, absolutely. Uh, yeah, it's 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 just very clean and very responsive. And it's it's clearly like born from Titanfall. For those that haven't or have or haven't played Titanfall, you know, kind of know what I'm talking about. But Titanfall Two, I th- I honestly think is one of one of if not the best first person shooter ever made but it 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 died because it was released at a stupid time and i think that if 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 respawn end up making titanfall 3 which i don't think they will maybe i hope i really really hope they do um i think that could if ea don't shoot them in the foot like they did with titanfall 2 i honestly think it could be like world destroying you know, it could be one of those shooters that absolutely takes over the world. But, you know, it's it's t- Titanfall is very different to Apex in the sense that Titanfall is a much more traditional kind of arena shooter where you die, you respawn, you die, you respawn. But the mechanics are kind of the same. It's born from the same place. It's on the same engine kind of thing. The weapons are the same. Um, but obviously uh, Apex Legends adds more abilities and each each specific legend has their own way and their own play style and things like that, which adds a bit more depth to it and and was was a really nice breath of fresh air for battle royale games because i remember when it came out i mean you, you had like uh pubg fortnite uh, i think blackout was out at that blackout point. and yeah. they they were all similar in the sense that you dropped in with absolutely nothing and picked up weapons and that was how you kind of ended up winning whereas apex legends added added these like overwatch style abilities Mm-hmm. Which I don't really know if any other battle royale has 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 done that in any way successfully since. Um, that's a question. I don't know. Um, I don't think so. But I th- I think yeah I think that's why it's it's so much fun is because it takes those kind of traditional battle royale rules and just mixes them up with abilities and with kind of like kind of crazy stuff happening in the maps and just just a good time justin said it better but yeah (laughs) 
<laughs> and obviously it's another game where you can play with friends yeah um which helps obviously yeah. Yeah. and i and i do like so within our kind of community there are there are people that you play it with and and sometimes i'll just sit and watch you guys play um it does look like a lot of fun mm. yeah it's, it's like, yeah it's, it's really good fun and you can it's another game where you can you can tell fun stories uh yeah through through the gameplay and particularly with particularly with friends because you can you know you can be a dick to your teammates if you really really want to and it's kind of funny um but it's it's one of those games that you can either just have a lot of fun with and kind of mess about in and not take too seriously or the other end of the spectrum is you can go full-on esports with it if you really really want to you know you can go like proper hardcore i want to win i don't care what you say teammate we're doing what i say and you just go crazy it's also one of the it's also the first game that i've kind of got into the sort of competitive side of it and like in in not necessarily myself like i've played a little bit of ranked but not you know properly but watching uh streamers on twitch and actually following their progress in tournaments and things like that it's kind of the first game that i've ever done that obviously i wouldn't yeah. be able to do that on the desert island because i can only play the game but i can get an idea of what's going on by playing it so yeah it's one it's 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 kind of the first game that i've engaged with on another level outside of just playing it if that makes sense totally all right what's the last one Is your, that your last final one? game have we done four now was that, wow. four? that was oh, my four. word oh my word uh so the last one is i guess i guess could be a a, a surprise i'm not sure but it's a game mm. that i haven't actually finished what you're gonna say i haven't actually played no i have i have played it but i haven't finished it and the reason that i want to take it to this desert island is so i can finish it um mm -hmm. and that is death stranding um so i played i want to say maybe about 20 hours of death stranding mm -hmm. and i absolutely loved it like a lot of people had a lot of a lot to say about that game when it came out because it is a lot of just walking um, and going and delivering this thing here and then taking something else there and then going back there. And it's just like, I absolutely love that. I don't... It is so much more than that, though. Yeah, yeah, yeah no, it, it absolutely like, is. Yeah, walking. Yeah. But to the, to the sort of like someone that doesn't really know, if they just watch someone on Twitch playing the game, it just looks like a hell of a lot of walking. And... But it's like you have to think about the way that you're walking and 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 the stuff that you're carrying. You have to. It's a lot of inventory management, but physically, like it, you have to physically put it on your not not real like it's not real life, but you have to put things on your backpack and you have to think about the weight distribution and things like that. And it's all like really, really weirdly nitty gritty nerdy stuff. But I absolutely loved it. Like I really love like faff in games. Like, that's another reason yeah. why I really, really loved Red Dead Redemption 2. Because there's a lot of faff. Like, you can you can kind of just pick up hay bales and go and give them to your horses. And you can go and get a bowl of soup and sit down and drink it. Like, why? You don't need that in your game, but you can. You could <laughs> just have can. that in the menu and that would probably be fine. But you can physically go and get the soup, stand there and drink it. Or you can go sit next to someone and drink it, have a conversation <laughs> at the same time. And it's it's kind of it's kind of a lot of similar things in death stranding there's 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 less of this kind of like uh, i wouldn't say uh, i was gonna say there's less of the like survivability stuff but that's not actually necessarily true you have to kind of manage your shoes 
for example, because you're walking. And if mm-hmm. your shoes end up breaking, then you'll take damage. Um, and yeah, I think, I th- but yeah, the, the main reason that I want to take it is so I can finish it. And that's kind of down to the fact that it's a, it's a Kojima game. And I ended up, I started playing it during the first lockdown. I played it for like a good couple of weeks. And then I put it down for a couple of weeks because of probably Animal Crossing coming out. And <laughs> and then I just really struggled to pick it back up because I didn't really know what was going on. Like the the story that was told to me up until that point was pretty convoluted. I didn't I didn't know why these gooey people were trying to attack me. I didn't know whether I was on Earth or not. No spoilers. <laughs> but uh yeah I, I i just really really want to finish it because it's a it's a game that's that that intrigued me so much and i want to kind of get deeper into this weird story and i want to explore more of the world that it's giving me but i just kind of didn't didn't pick it back up and then i ended up kind of getting lost in other games and you know life life, life. i get it yeah it's funny because I'm kind of in a similar boat, although I haven't actually. So I'm a big Kojima fan, and uh, Death Stranding, when it came out, I think it was just on PlayStation, wasn't it? I think when yeah, it came out. And I didn't yeah. have a PlayStation, and I was absolutely devastated. I'd watched a lot of people stream it, I'd watched like gameplay videos. So I kind of I'd, I'd know what it's all about. And now that I have a PlayStation, I was literally thinking this yesterday. I was like, I need to buy Death Stranding. I need to buy Death Stranding because I need to play it. Like, I I have to. It's time. (laughs) So that's the first Kojima game I've ever played from start to finish. Mm. You never Uh, played Metal Gear Solid? I never played any of the Metal Gears. I played MGS5 and put, like, 40 hours into it, Mm -hmm. but never finished it. Um. Death, the year Death Stranding came out, Bobby and I both had it on our top ten lists. Mm. A lot of a lot of people did. A lot of like, uh, kind of games journalism related people were like, yeah. it's one of if not the best game that came out that year." Yeah, it it's cool. an extremely strange game. I hated the beginning, and I'm I didn't love the end very much. Mm. The middle part of that game, I think, is a work of art. Mm. Like, if I could go back and just play the middle part again, I would. And there are so many interesting things that game does where you're, you're like, creating roadways for other yeah, people to yeah. use. And oh, the can, way I... that they use the social media system in that yeah. game where it's like, I did this thing and people clicked heart because they found it helpful. Mm. And I logged in and got, like, a thousand hearts yeah. is, like, this, like, rush of a dopamine hit. But what does that <laughs> say about me as a person and... I wanted to build – eventually, you go through this, like, mountain area where there's lots of snow, and it's difficult. Traversal's rough. And I wanted to go create this, like, zip line system. Not for me. I would get zero enjoyment out of it. I've already gone past here. But other people who were coming up to it for the first time, if it got brought into their game, would be able to bypass a very difficult part of the game – just by using these zip lines, like, and I wanted to help people. Strangest game ever. It's mm. fantastic. Yeah, I, I kind of, I kind of completely forgot about that aspect of the game, and that that was another thing that I loved so so much. But it, I think it it kind of did tap into that that we are addicted to social media kind of thing because you'll put like you'll just put a zip line down just to help someone get up a cliff, and then you'll come back the next day and and ten thousand people have liked that zip line. And it does give you that kind of hit of dopamine that, that I guess that's kind of the point. That's kind of like what he was 
what Kojima was trying to say is like this thing actually does help but it gives you the same feeling as when you post a picture on Facebook and 15 of your distant distant friends like it <laughs> and uh and wasn't there like a, an element to the game where there was like synthetic dopamine that you had to deliver to people as well? Yes. That's wild. God, Kojima, you're a strange man. He's he's a, he's yeah. a genius, yeah. though. He he always has a way of um, making people look at things a bit differently yeah. and just like just just blowing people's minds. Yeah. Like I, it just takes me back to um, the first Metal Gear where he he did the whole thing where you're going against Psychomantis and he reads your mind through your memory card on the PlayStation. Yeah. And the way to avoid it is to take out the memory card, put it in the other slot. And I just remember being like 13 years old, <laughs> being like, what yeah. the hell? <laughs> this is insane. Yeah. But it was amazing. Yeah. Wasn't there he's one just, in... Um... He's a genius. Yeah, it's crazy. Wasn't that in... in uh... I think it was Metal Gear Solid Three. I never, I never played a Metal Gear Solid game, but mm-hmm. I think it was, I think it was Metal Gear Solid Three. I've kind of heard about it. That there is, there's a, a, a kind of a boss fight with this kind of sniper guy, and you can, you can just set your clock forward a week, and the guy will die of old age. And it's <laughs> yeah. like, what? That was <laughs> crazy. Yeah. Or I think that I think it was also that earlier on in the game that he is some, he's like in the back of like a, a way you're trying to kill someone else, and you could just kill him then, or you yeah. can wait until this boss fight. And just wait, like, real time, wait a week, and then he'll die. And it's like, what, what, what? that's mad. For, like, a PS2 kind of era game, that's that's crazy. That's crazy. <laughs> yeah. He has a way with games, yeah, does. Uncle does. <laughs> <laughs> Yeah, I, 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 I remember watching all the trailers for Death Stranding and everything, and I'm like, I'm not interested. Like, it just looks weird, and I hate using this word, but it kind of looked pretentious, and... It just mm. looked like I nobody knows what this game is. And that's kind of the point. But then the game came out and everyone was like, oh, it's this weird post-apocalyptic walking simulator. And I was like, that's a proper bit of me. That is. It's Let's so go. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, good. yeah you, you've reminded me now. I need to I need to get it. Yeah. I need All to right. play it for myself. Yeah. But uh, yeah, see that. That, that was that was Death Stranding was another one which I wasn't sure if I wanted on the list. But I think after kind of talking to myself and being like, you haven't finished it, but you really, really want to. Desert Island is a perfect, perfect place to do that. How's your chance? Yeah. And I also, the, the music in that game, like the soundtrack it, of that game was, oh, it was amazing. some of the best music I've ever so heard good. outside, even outside of a video game. It was so good. And I specifically searched up the name of the band that's, that's, that's in, it's a band called Low Roar. And, oh, it's so good. The music is just insane. It's this like really lovely, like melancholic indie kind of sort of, I guess, kind of synthy. But it, oh, it's just so good. It's so good. I've I always had I've always had such a like music and video games have been like parallel as like my absolute loves. So when a game does music well, I'm just like, oh, or has just generally has good music in it. Oh, so good. It stands out more. Yeah. For sure. Justin yeah. and I, Justin and I have had multiple conversations about our favorite game soundtracks. Yeah. Um, because like you, we just kind of it, it resonates with us. Yeah. So um yeah. and we'll be have... hopefully soon gonna have a we'll do a little cheeky bonus podcast where we talk about that, hopefully. Yeah. I have the Death Drowning <laughs> soundtrack uh, soundtrack on my phone. Oh, love that. 
the actual the score and all the songs inspired by yeah they're all terrific that's good that's good i remember because i think it was the band uh bring me the horizon did a song for it and i don't like bring bring me the horizon i'm like i'm quite i'm one of those assholes that's always really vocal about bands they don't like and bring me the horizon is one of those bands and uh <laughs> and i remember hearing that song and i was like oh all right you've won me over <laughs> so good i like that so good <laughs> so that's it that's your five games yeah i uh I've, i feel like there should be more um do, can we have like <laughs> can we have like can't have any more like uh what's the what's the what's the phrase that i'm thinking of uh just missed the cut yeah like yeah. honorable mentions that's what i was okay give us some honorable one, mentions then go for there it there was one that i thought of and i really I, it was kind of it would be on there and it was kind of inspired by Craig saying inside on his list. And you guys are like, what the hell? And I wanted to say Unravel. Um, the, the game that came out a few years ago where you play as like a little yarn figure. Also has sneaky good music. Yeah. That's probably why I loved it. But that's the only game that has ever made me actually bawl my eyes out. Like I properly mm. cried at the end of that game. And I'm not really sure why. <laughs> like I can't really remember. I remember it being like a really nice, like heartwarming story um, about like you know memories and various things like that. But it was just, oh, I just loved it. And I've got Unravel Two on my Switch, but I haven't played it yet. But I own it. Um, that would be one. I'm trying to think of uh, what, what another honourable mention would be. I don't know. But that was one that I was like that and Apex Legends. I was like flipping back and forth between which ones I wanted. And I thought Apex Legends has a bit more longevity, so it kind of makes a bit more sense. Yeah, yeah. it's the way it's the way you got to think about it. Yeah. Mm, yeah, yeah. It's almost like taking taking your favorite games into account, but then thinking, can I get the longevity out of it? Yeah. Can I really? Yeah. <laughs> is this really going to keep me occupied? Yeah. You kind of have to look at it from a different standpoint. Yeah. Minecraft. That was another one that I was thinking. Okay. Uh, just because I've uh, like I've played Minecraft like to absolute death, but like I'll come back to it like once a year, and I know that I'll play it for two weeks and then I'll just put it down. So I thought I probably it's probably not the best game to have because I know that I'm probably not going to get fully invested in it like I used to. Yeah. Uh -huh. Still great though. Love Minecraft. I I've never played Minecraft in my life, and never Dustin hates that. <gasps> no, I never played it. My goodness. <laughs> I try. I've been trying really hard because I really haven't ever played Minecraft. Hmm. Just my son got into it and I like going in there and playing with him and just being like, this is extremely relaxing. Mm. Like I'm just digging and building stuff yeah. and I'm like, we should all do this together. And Peach just refuses. <laughs> I'm like, no, no, I'm not playing. I'm not playing. <laughs> I see. I, I've seen a lot of streamers have like community servers and everything and it looks like great fun. Yeah. Um, it's one of those things where they're like, Peach, make a community server. And I'm like, look, if you guys want a community server, you go make, we'll make a community, community server. server. I'll pop in from time to time. <laughs> That's fine. But I am not going to. I'm busy enough. Yeah. I'll just do it yourself. Yeah. That's, that's, an, that's another game that I remember I was sat playing it and my dad was like sat like watching me. And uh, and 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 he was just confused because I literally I was just I was just like strip mining for about three hours so I was literally just in the deepest darkest depths of the of the world just mining back and forth and that that was all I was doing at that point in the game and he was like what are you what what's the aim here the and I'm like I'm gathering resources 
so I can make stuff, so I can go and do this again somewhere else. <laughs> He's like, I don't get it. I don't get it. It's funny. Uh, Jacob, it's been so, so lovely having you here. Thank you for telling us your five games. Thank you for telling us your highs and lows of streaming. It's been really, really lovely having you here. Thank you for having me. It's been a, it's been a joy. So where can everyone find you? Uh, so I am Planet Redbeard, all one word. I think it's all one word, on Twitch. Yeah. Uh, at Planet Redbeard on Twitter. At Planet underscore Redbeard on Instagram. And Planet Redbeard on TikTok. Oh my God. He's got TikTok. You've joined TikTok as well. I yeah. joined recently. Yeah. I'm, I'm trying to get down with the kids. <laughs> and Justin, where can everyone find you? You can find me on Twitch and Twitter at Justin underscore says underscore hey. Nice. Lovely. Nice. You're going you to say your Twitch? I said Twitch and Twitter. Oh, did you say Twitch? Sorry. <laughs> They're both the same. Oh, you're like, I know it's been a while since you streamed, but don't go ditching it. <laughs> Uh, and you can find me on Twitch, uh, peach underscore please, spelled PLS, uh, and on Instagram and Twitter and TikTok, uh, peach underscore please X. Um, but thank you guys. It's been really, really lovely having a chat. It's been a pleasure. Been great. And we will see you guys next month. All right. Bye. Bye, Internet. Bye. <laughs>